that night I thought I was really going to die because I saw blood uh, from my mouth and stuff like that. And, and I really got scared. I, was, I got extremely scared. And that changed my life, really. You mm, recognize that you can die in a more vivid way. I can really die. It's like, can they now? And, and tomorrow I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. be here doing anything else that I wanted to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was so scared that I had panic. And I felt like going out of my body, it was feeling that I could die in that moment and not be here anymore. And, and the, the extreme fear that came along with that. I never experienced both of them. Did you feel alone when you have the fear of yeah, almost dying? The, the moment you feel like I'm dying, that's the moment you feel lonely. Even if there was my mom there. You can share that with anyone else. Really, that made me a lot more cynical, pessimistic. And I just couldn't enjoy life properly anymore because the feeling of death was always is always been too strong after a strong fear of existence of the deepness yeah. of universe quite worthless and at the same time since you are still alive it's like and eventually how, how do you how do you keep going you have the feeling that after you're gone what you've done doesn't really matter in this world so you have the loss of purpose and that leads to being less ambitious, I guess. You don't see the meaning of doing it. I think everyone has a different manner, a different way to react to an event. So um, be it you could be, uh, you can find that, oh, because we can at any time leave this world, I should make the best of any mm. moment. And, or it could be the opposite. And I guess that would be your case. I was just thinking when you say that you lose a little bit of ambition. I would say that, yes, and at the same time, I, I didn't lose that totally, but I had that, mechani- that system, the mechanism, everything or nothing. It's like, as you say, you want to leave something that is war because you could leave this war any moment. Mm. But then what, what happens, that you want to do something very big, something mm-hmm. very important, Maybe you can even have, you could even have the talent to do that, but you don't have the will. And so you are even more stuck because you don't, you eventually do nothing. And this is what happened to me as well. I would like to really leave something because I had this super fear. But paradoxically, I can't take little steps because they seem worthless to reach it. But logically, I know that I should do that and just build that slowly in time. But for me, you know, do you know where the paradox is? For me, it's like I could live tomorrow, so I don't want to do these little steps. But if I don't do them, I can reach a big moment or doing something that is worth living. And so there is the paradox that I get even more stuck instead yeah, of saying, instead of saying, you want to do something really big, move. No, because I don't want to do the little steps because for me they're worthless. Because tomorrow I can, I couldn't do the next step. In life, you need other things that are not necessarily associated with being smart, or maybe they're just a little bit more 
like not directly linked to being smart, like will, persistence, you know, proactivity. You can be smart, but not have any of them. Perseverance, you know, and but those are very important things, especially for example, stuff like studying. And I have a big problem with that. I don't think I'm a very proactive person, for example. I have to be honest about that. And you fail, okay? You you don't do you what, what you were supposed to do. Your projection of yourself is is not the same of what you are in this moment. You have this mechanism that, in this case, I would say like it's in Italian, like everything or nothing. Yes, I will be totally stuck because I couldn't reach those expectations. So I better be nothing, which is a strong attitude if you think about it. But this is typical of narcissist people that have a lot of feedback in their familiar context of doing something great and find themselves not doing something great. We have a very hard time psychologically to say, okay, let's move on. Okay, I didn't finish that. It doesn't matter. I stopped these things that I did and I do something else because I will waste even more time than, than, than I did already. So what are the things that you keep on doing? even though you know that you're wasting your time. Like, I think that I'm still trying to finish this degree. Uh, but I, I really can find motivations. Like it, it, it's, it's a point where I, I find it even disgusting is a strong word, but I don't like it anymore. And I hate the fact that I'm starting to hate it. You know, I, 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 I miss studying with someone and studying together, I miss the feeling of being in the right moment and of being older and between younger people doing that. I miss that. And I feel it makes me, again, the word is stuck. Um, maybe um, around you, what about your friends? My friends are in the between. I mean, my best friend is like... Yeah. I thought it was your best friend. Going. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I'm going to say what you told me before. One of my best friends, because actually, yes, yeah, same best friend at this age is like kid stuff. Yeah. But one of, one of my best friends, actually, when I was, uh, cared the most, see, yeah, he, he just he's in the middle. It's like, yeah, I understand you, but at the same time, come on, try to do this, that. Maybe it will make you raise up again a little bit, you know. I'm more mixed. One of the first steps probably to change is being totally honest, as I say, and just saying, yes, I'm in a position that I suck as a person now. I'm terrible. I'm not functional. I'm, I'm not useful. Maybe, yeah, the first step is being honest. Between being degrading, the, right? Because the, the, the things that come along that you can exaggerate is being degrading, like, oh, you're the worst. I think that does not useful but being honest is the first step and i think it's to recognize and to be conscious about the sources of these um psychological blockage where does it come from i think once you know where it comes from what was the trigger then you would be able to start to work on that you and i we have two different ways to approach life um in a way it doesn't mean that one way is wrong or the other is right uh, of course not it's just every person has a different way to react to an event i learned something from life is 
and not trying to look for an idealistic situation. Uh, this would be ideal if, if, if. Um, I always think, I don't always think about really the results, but I always think about the first step. Um, for example, when I started the podcast, I didn't think that I would go through. Now I've done 10 episodes. I wanted to do just four episodes just for the sake of having the experience of making a podcast. Then uh, I kind of start to started to like the process of doing it because it gave me gave me the chance to talk to people and to know more about them and to have possibly the um, opportunity to help them somehow to express themselves, to give them a platform. Actually, I want to help them to be better, uh, to feel better, you know. I didn't, at the beginning, I didn't think about, okay, I want to reach how many people, blah, blah, blah. I just felt good. And that was important to me. I, I was thinking, I just need to do the first step, like making one episode. And it was also a positive domino effect. So again, it could be positive, it could be negative. So um, this is what I learned um, from my own individual experience is I'm not looking for an ideal situation. But of course, I'm not saying that what um, the way I see it is right and the way you see it is wrong, because I understand that we're two different people who have different experiences. Are you oh, blown? Sorry, I was scared. No, no, are I'm, you, blown, are I'm you blown away. Blown away? <laughs> <laughs>